Guys, you've heard me rave about her often enough. In this episode, we're sitting down to chat with my very own VA, Meredith Nowlin. We're going to cover everything you need to know to get started looking for a VA in your business. We're going to cover the headspace shifts that I needed to make before finding Meredith so I was in the right frame of mind and my expectations were not unrealistic and they were achievable, how I went about finding her and how we connected and other ways that you can find a VA, some of the systems and procedures we've put in place and what you can do and how you can work with a VA to get the most out of that relationship that and so much more. I can't speak highly enough about how much of a benefit it has been bringing Meredith into my business and that we've both grown together and she's been instrumental in my growth and the consistency of my marketing as I establish myself more and more as a service provider. If you're looking for a VA, if you're feeling overwhelmed but you don't know how to get started on finding the right person and bringing those results into your business, this is the episode for you. Let's jump in. Running a small business while raising small humans in a small town is tough, but it's the kind of tough we chose. Why? Because it allows us to reach bigger financial goals whilst also having the freedom to prioritize things on our terms. So how do we make sure it stays that way? How do we make sure that the businesses we build continue to set us free rather than becoming something we're enslaved by? Well, that's exactly what I'm using this podcast to find out. I'm Meredith Page. As well as being a wife and a mum, I'm a marketing strategist from regional Australia. I'm connecting with the small town entrepreneurs from right across the country. I want to know how they make it work, raising a family and running ethical businesses whilst maintaining mental well-being and healthy boundaries. And every now and then, I'll throw in something I've figured out too. This is the Meredith Page Podcast. So... People have heard me talk about you, not ad nauseum because that could never be the case, but um, heard me talk about you often enough that I hope they've all gotten, gone and gotten a VA. Um, I should really tell the story. Like at some point I will tell the story about like how I put it out to the universe and the universe sent me you essentially. But my VA, Meredith, um, could you introduce yourself for the benefit of everybody who hasn't heard me rave about you yet? And then we'll kind of kick off on how we work together and how other people can kind of work together as well. Sure. So I'm Meredith Nowlin and I am Meredith Page's wonderful assistant. Um, we teeter between calling me a VA and an OBM, which at Meredith's encouragement, I have started referring to myself as as well. But Um, I help her with all of her um, social media, email marketing and all of those fun things to keep her marketing ticking over because no one can do everything and they shouldn't have to. 100%. Yeah, it's um, actually it's funny even this because I think we're going to talk about how this is such an evolving process anyway. What I think I caught you at a time where you were kind of trying to establish yourself and grow and I was trying to establish myself and grow. So we've kind of like our businesses have kind of like grown up together over the last gosh how long has it been now is it like a couple of years I think it is a couple of years because you were my first client after I came back from having my third child wow I should have actually checked that before we recorded like when when did we first start like because it feels like 10 years and two minutes at the same time yeah so um and what caught my eye is you posted something in a Facebook group I think it was um Tori's 
hub for real women. And um, and I thought, oh, look, someone with the same name as me. And you thought <laughs> I had asked for someone just like me and they sent me another Meredith. So, um, Oh, my gosh, that was such... That was such a funny moment for me because, like, I had someone else who was more of, like, a graphic designer that I was trying to use as a VA and it just, well, just didn't work. And we're going to go into, like, how to mentally prepare yourself for a VA before you go and find one. But this was a classic case of me doing it wrong first. Like, I was trying to use this graphic design person who was fantastic at her job. She actually helped me redesign my website. You can go check that in another um, episode. Um, but it just wasn't right. I I'd found, I was trying to get the right person to do the wrong job and it just wasn't working. So yeah, so I reached a point where I needed a VA and I was using the right person for the wrong job. And I did like the whole, send me a sign, like, because I was also having really, having a lot of trouble, like letting go of these jobs and like trusting someone else to do them as well as me. And it's like the universe went, okay, I see all that. Would you at least trust another Meredith? Because then, lo and behold, another Meredith shows up and it was the best thing I ever did. And it's like the universe is like weaning me off needing to do everything myself. It's like, well, we'll get you to trust in another Meredith and then maybe you can trust other people after that. We'll just baby step you towards this process of not being a neurotic control freak. So it's working well. I liken outsourcing for the first time to letting someone look after your firstborn child for the first time. That's so accurate. Because um, in so many instances, our businesses are our second, third baby. And, um, yeah, I can definitely understand that struggle. Is a done's better than perfect? Like, is it going to sit in your inbox for months until you can get it done? Or is it going to be like 80% close to what you would do it, but it's going to be out there in the universe working for you? So, yeah, it's a really, really good thing to get your head around. So let's, I suppose then... So that kind of brings up, ties in nicely with how I found you. So I reached out to through a business business Facebook group that's specifically geared to regional and rural women in business, typically working for themselves, um, which is then funnily enough run by Tori, who I've had on the podcast before, and she's been a business coach of mine, like on and off in different forms. So first step is definitely connecting with similar businesses and similar business owners or people in a niche to you because then you're going to start being able to like access the resources and people you need through referrals and things like that. Um, And um, I've also started recommending another service. Um, It's called Seed Virtual Assistance, I think. mm -hmm. Uh, I'll have to double check that. but they also have like a submission process. So if you've got work that you want to outsource, they're fabulous. They've got a whole bunch of rural and regional VAs because that's kind of their specialty as well. And you can post your job. And anyone who's a member of, um, I think the lady who runs it, her name is Amy, I believe from memory, um, she puts that job out into her network and then you get responses back from people who feel like they're qualified um and of course I think there's so and like we've spoken you have spoken about on the podcast um it is an unread like it's unregulated so Mm -hmm. you do need to do a lot of research um on that person maybe give them a paid trial um you know there's a lot of things that can go wrong if you get the wrong person but if you are careful and follow a few simple steps you will get a wonderful person to help you with your business 
I think that's really good working with a company who can act as like the middle person as like a filter as well. Like rather than trying to sort of this hit and miss cold turkey, I mean, it can work, worked really well in my situation, but I've also heard a lot of stories where it hasn't worked because the service provider has, and like it can go wrong on both sides of the equation. Like it can be that the service provider, the VA, um, over promises and under delivers or overstates their expertise, or the business owner can come into it with unrealistic unrealistic expectations and then it's kind of like the it's not me, it's you situation. Because, um, again, I had that before I reached out to you as well. I put, like, I think a few weeks prior to the post I put out looking for you, um, I put some feelers out there and I had, um, uh, what's her name, Megan, who does the LinkedIn work she um she responded very much like a, a huge so you're looking for a unicorn essentially because I sort of <laughs> said um look I'm looking for someone who can do a bit of like design work but also social media and can write content and can just and I, I pretty much put like all the things that I can do I wanted someone to do but cheaper and like I didn't realize that until I put that post out there thinking oh that's I can do it surely if I can do it someone else can do it and then one of the people, other people in the group, Megan, she does, um, she specializes in LinkedIn. She made the whole, when you find this unicorn, let me know. And it was a very, like, it was the comment I needed to go, really, Meredith? Like, you don't think that's not setting the bar a little high for them to better do everything that you can do, but you want them to be cheaper than you so you can then still run a profitable business. And so that was my wake up call to go, hmm, maybe my expectations are really unrealistic. Yes. And, um, and I speak to so many people who know they need help, but they don't know what they need help with. So mm. it's been one of my things going forward is creating my packages so I can help people work through that. So um, one of the first things I always like to say, and um, I learned so much from you with doing this was um, systems and processes. I don't care what you say. Um, if you don't think you've got processes and systems in place, I bet you you do. You just haven't thought about it to identify them. So, mm. you know, when you start a job, I bet you you have like this mental checklist of things that you need to do. Write it down, you know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then as you're doing that particular task the next time, you can look at that list and say, hey, I've missed this, this and this. Then you can add that in. And um, people just don't think about it enough with, you know, like a lot of intentional thought about what their processes are within, you know, like a particular task. And that's the first thing that I like to get people to do. Well, think about exactly. And I like to think about it from the client journey as well. What do you want your client to experience when they go through this particular process? Write mm. it down. So that then if you've got it written down and identified, you can make sure that you're trying to get them that experience every single time. Um, so it might not be a client-facing um, process, but it's that's just a really good example of how, you know, like having those processes written down so you can um, rinse and repeat them every single time and you're getting the exact you know, you're, you're getting the same result at the end because you've done the exact same thing every mm. single time. 
And yeah, there's multiple benefits to doing that, isn't it? Because you establish that consistency of service within in-house. Even if in-house is just you, you're establishing that consistent workflow. And then that allows you to tune or tweak and refine that workflow once it's established. But then it does allow you to kind of like encapsulate with that particular workflow and go, well, hang on, I can kind of draw a neat circle around that process from start to finish. Um, could I just take that out? And again, if you've documented it all the better, can I just take that out and give it to someone else now that it's, a neat kind of process that I can repeat, I can refine, I've got it documented, now I can just hand it on to someone else. Um, so step one, the benefit is you get consistency in your business, in your delivery. Step two is that someone else can make that consistency happen for you. Yeah. And um, so after you've written down or recorded somehow your um, systems and processes, then you can take a step back and say, oh, actually, I don't need to do step three of this process because I could use Calendly to book that appointment. Um, you know, like there's so much tech out there um, and apps, like there literally is an app for just about anything. And mm -hmm. if there is, someone's thinking about it and they're going to make it. So um, this is the the exact sort of process that I like, like to go through. You, you then look at what you can um, use tech for to automate and then when you've finished looking at things like automating um, appointments, um, responses to inquiries, um, sending out your packages automatically from your website, there's so many things you can do to automate tasks. Um, then you can take a look at what's left over after you do that. And then you think, right, this is these are the things that I can think about outsourcing now. And there's another couple of steps before you do that. Yeah, but again, this is the beauty of just having another set of eyes on your business. Like, and the, this has been the great thing about working with you. It's having someone walk through everything in your business because you go, and we, like, I think we all suffer from this no matter how long you've been in business or what kind of business. We all suffer from this inside the bubble syndrome where we just can't see the forest for the trees. So even if you brought in a VA, even if it was just like a one-off kind of strategy session where it was like, okay, can you just help me identify things that can be systemized, things that can be turned into software and things that can be sent to a subcontractor. Just getting us looking at your business in terms of like farming out as much as possible, leaving you with the work that only you can do um, is a really, yeah, really good step one in being a bit more objective in how you approach your businesses. So I think, um, I think that is a really, I think that's a really good place to start from in terms of getting your head ready for a, a, subcon a, a subcontractor or a virtual assistant. It's being really clear about, okay, what is it that I exactly want help with? Going out there and going, ah, oh, Facebook land, I'm just overwhelmed and I think I need a VA because like- We've all done a post like that. Yeah, and has, <laughs> has it worked for many of us? If it's just, I'm overwhelmed, send help. Like- um, you really need to be a bit clear about what you're going out there and looking for because otherwise, like, you probably will find someone who will come in and go, yeah, sure, I can help you with your overwhelm. It will probably cost you a small fortune because, like, you think about it like your house. If your house was an absolute shit heap and there was no, like, there was no even, like, top-level systems of, like, okay, the kitchen stuff's kind of organised like this and the clothes are kind of organised like this and that was overwhelming you, you could by all means bring in a cleaning crew to sort it all out for you. It will cost you a fortune because they're walking into a shitstorm. The same is true of your business. So it's like if you've at least done some basic organisation, then you can sort of go, all right, I don't need a 10-person cleaning crew. I need an, a, a professional organiser to organise my study. 
And then I can bring those costs right down. I can be very clear about, okay, this is the end result. This is the work that needs doing, and this is the person best suited to it. And then I'm going to see much better bang for my buck because I suppose we're talking to people who are at that, I suppose at least that two to three year mark where they've just taken on so much work and it's like, okay, I've reached the the limits of more. Now I need to start outsourcing as much of the business doing as I can. So appreciate the fact that if you want to keep your costs down, don't expect someone to come and fix your shitstorm for free. No, that's right. And um, and I am a little bit guilty of that. Um, I just see someone in need and I'm like, oh, of course I can help you. Come here, love. Give us a cuddle. Don't worry. I'll fix you. <laughs> <laughs> because I love walking into someone's business and making it tidy. Like that, um, I'm such a nerd. I'm, my husband thinks I'm the weirdest person in the world. He's like, you have something wrong with you. But I love taking <laughs> something messy and making it tidy. My children don't appreciate me at all when I walk into their toy room and start shouting orders like a general. But, um, you know, that just, the end result just makes me really happy. You've definitely got to have some reasonable expectations about um, what you want out of that. So um, make sure that you've got those processes in place make sure that you have a chat with someone about um, what you can automate from there. And then with all those tasks that you've got left over, think about what you have to do. Think about what you love to do. And then think about what you, what doesn't bring you joy, because I can guarantee you all of those tasks that you drag the chain that you have to be kicking and screaming to do. That's what you need to outsource because you are taking three times longer to do that than Mm. I would for example. Because you're doing it with resentment. You're not doing it with joy. Someone will take joy from those tasks and they'll do them to a much higher standard and they'll do them much more efficiently than you dragging yourself, kicking and screaming through them. And now I'm concerned that there's probably a lot of people listening to this that are like, I'm already overwhelmed. I'm looking for a VA to combat that. Why do I have to do all this legwork first with systems and procedures and lists of things I love and lists of things I hate? Like I realise you probably people will probably come into this podcast looking for like a, oh VA will solve all your problems magically. But what I suppose people need to realize is you need to kind of do this work before you get a VA. Otherwise, you will just go around in circles and get chronically disappointed by the process. Like, and that's where finding the right VA to help you will really come in handy. You might just have a loose idea of what needs to be done, but if you get the right VA, she will be able to come in and say, okay. I can, um, I, I suggest implementing this, this and this into this very loose process and that will help a, you know, like tighten the process up, it'll make it quicker um, and if you've got someone with a bit of experience, they might have done this with another mm, client, mm-hmm. they've got ideas. Um, so it is important not, to, you know, like everyone's got to start somewhere. So if you're getting someone who's green, that's fine. Give them a chance. They might be absolutely fabulous, but they might not be able to bring more to the table with your loose processes. So if you are completely organized and you've got all these processes in place, by all means, give someone who's brand new a try. But if you feel overwhelmed and that you are struggling with what's on your plate and you know you need help, I would suggest getting someone a little bit more experienced. 100% or even just like reaching out to like again go find your niche groups like go find your Facebook groups go connect with your local business chamber like 
go talk to other people who were going through this and start seeing what they've done. Like go ask, go ask what other people have done who've gone before you. But I think that's a really good point being clear about, okay, you need to outsource who's going to be driving this. Like if you're, like you said, a systems weapon and you just, you're at the point now you just need someone else to drive the systems, great opportunity to develop a junior um, because the junior is going to have the guardrails you've set up. You've gone, look, I just, I've given you all the templates, all the paperwork, all the training videos. You just need to run them, ask me if you've got any questions. Great opportunity for a junior. But if you're looking for someone to come in and drive the thing for a bit and show you the ropes, because like you said too, they might have they might have introduced other apps, systems, software, other businesses to success. So they're going to be bringing this black book of apps and software and tools and tricks with them that you're, you need to take advantage of to get things on rails for you. So that's when you need to be prepared to pay for someone a bit more experience because you're also paying them to drive the project of organizing your systems. You're not giving it to them. You're very much following their lead. Um, So I think that's a really good distinction to make as well. So you have got things like Fiverr too. Like I'm finding Fiverr is really good for super, super specific tasks. Like I found someone who's really good at cutting up these videos that I do and turning them into reels. And that's a very specific step. But because it's very specific and very short, um, it doesn't cost me a whole lot. And you and I benefit from the fact that, hey, three days later, four videos show up that we can schedule out on social media. And we feel like it's totally worth that expenditure. Um, found someone she's great to deal with. She's very professional. Um, so yeah, you can even get down to these very micro tasks of like, I need you to write social media captions, or I need you to create a post, or I need you to use this Canva template to create 10 posts out of this bulk of content. Like you can get that specific and five is really good for stuff like that. Yes. And, um, and I was so relieved and I, I had, didn't even realize that I was a little bit worried about it when you did decide to outsource the videos to that lady, because I had said, oh, come on, Meredith, we can do this ourselves. And then you said, but do we want to? And when I thought about it, I, I just thought, no, we don't. Let's get someone who actually knows what they're doing rather than you and I try and learn it. I think that's been what's really successful for us is we've both been very open about where our headspace is on any given job. And I think something we've learned about ourselves and each other is that you and I have this tendency to be curious about how things work, work and mistake that from for the desire to do them long term. Like you and I are both like, oh, how does this real thing work? And then suddenly it's like, no, 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 no. We're not the right people to be doing this the whole time. Yeah, we're a bit curious about how it works. Let's do one or two, figure it out, and then find someone else to do it. So, again, and I think that comes down to having the right VAs, having someone you can openly communicate with and go, are we just doing that thing where we're curious and we don't actually want to do it, we're just curious about how it works because we've both got this how stuff works brain. And then as soon as we kind of talk, we're like, yeah, yeah, neither of us really want to be doing this. We just (laughs) think it's cool to know, don't need to do. Um. So, yeah, catch yourself when you've got something that's cool to know, need to do, like distinguish between the two. And I Um, think it's always important to know how to do it for those situations mm. when, like, I was knocked out of the running for two weeks and you had to do it. You knew how to do it. You just know that you don't want to do it all the time. So it is always really, really important. So even if your VA does do it all the time, make sure that she has provided, you know, like recordings of how they're Mm. walking. So if she is knocked out of the running, whoever steps in to take over those tasks for that week or two or three knows how to do it because there's nothing worse than all that knowledge being in one person's brain and then suddenly that brain is not available. 
Yeah, that's a really good, and that's another reason why I approach websites the way that I do. It's like I tr- provide my clients with training videos on their website because, like, if I go on holidays or get hit by a bus, like preferably option one, um, your business should not notice the difference. So I think again, that's a really good distinction to make that before you hand off a task. Make sure you actually understand that task, at least on a fundamental level, before you hand it off. Don't, because then otherwise you're leaving yourself open to be ripped off either inadvertently, like accidentally or intentionally, because you don't have enough knowledge to at least fact check and check the person's work. So I suppose I'd really like to wrap up with what are some of the things that we do that as a VA, you feel like makes your life easier? Like what are some things that we do on the regular that you feel help you do the best job you can do? I absolutely love how we've got all of our workflows and tasks set up in Trello. Mm -hmm. Trello is base camp for our brains. (laughs) You know, like I know exactly what your tasks are and I know exactly what my tasks are and I can passive aggressively add reminders to your tasks when you're not doing them. Um, And I know that that sends you an email and if that doesn't work, I send you an email. If that doesn't work, I ring you. Um, but that Trello board is absolutely fantastic in reminding whose responsibility is what, mm. what we've got coming up and um, what special projects we've got on the go as well. So I can look at that and see all where all our resources are kept. I can see a template for the next podcast. You know, all of those things um, just make what we do super slick. Yeah, it kind of acts as like a dashboard for what we do together, doesn't it? And it's really easy to add links and files and stuff like that. Um, And then I think, so the videos I recorded of the podcast thing, I think that was one of the first things I got you to help me do was actually action the podcast. So what I did is I used a screen recorder, um, Screencastify, but you can also use Vimeo um, to actually record myself moving around the screen. And then I was just able to show those videos to you. Yeah, and that means there's no to and fro of me asking multiple questions. Oh, how do I do this again? No, mm. go watch the video. It is the um, best thing ever. Um, and then we've also got, so being a graphic designer, I've also set up a whole bunch of Canva templates, which makes it, so this is the thing too, I also don't want to sort of over-promise and under-deliver what you're able to do because whilst you help me a lot, like you've got a really good grasp of like my tone of voice, so you're really good at helping me writing emails and captions and things like that. Because I have a graphic design skill set, I've been able to set a lot of these things up in terms of like Canva templates and MailChimp templates and things like that. So then I know the visuals are taken care of because I can do those in-house and then you can drive them. So I think that's a really important distinction to make for any business who wants to go down this route but isn't a graphic designer. I would recommend first working with a designer to get your template set up. So if you're trying to sort of like maximize your investment, Getting some brand templates set up that then someone can help you drive may mean that you don't have to use a full service marketing agency. You can just find a VA who's quite articulate and who can be who can to get a few things done in Canva. So you, you're sort of investing in the infrastructure, and then all you need to do is find someone who can help you drive it. And then you're not expecting them to both be a creator and a virtual assistant at the same time because that's an unrealistic expectation. It definitely is. And I am the first person to say that I'm not overly artistic. So you or any client sharing their branding package and their style guide is the most important thing because you want your business to show up this particular way. You need to provide the resources for someone to make sure it does that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, if you kind of 
So sort of let's take it from the top. So we've got, you've got to get your headspace right. Manage your expectations, figure out, get your head around your business in terms of, like you said, what you love, what you hate. Um, look at what can be either turned into a system run by software and then look at what can be subcontracted out. Um, look for referral opportunities for virtual assistants once you have those tasks itemized and then make sure you've invested in the infrastructure that you want them to run. Either that or just be prepared to pay more if you want someone to be able to, be able to both set up and run. Like, again, yeah. it's just managing those investment expectations as well. Mm-hmm. Now, not that I want to share your contact details with anybody because I don't feel like sharing you particularly much, um, but I suppose I can't own you forever. So if people want to get in touch with you, um, A, get in line. B, how can they best contact you? So they can find me on Instagram at the regional OBM. And I'm also in the process of refining my website, which is theregionalobm.com.au. And I'm sorry to interrupt for those newbies, OBM Online Business Manager. So it's like a yeah. virtual assistant on steroids. This is the person you go to when you want to be told what to do. You don't want to tell them what to do. You want someone who's a bit bossier, you need an OBM. If you want someone to boss around, VA. Thank you so much for sharing all that with me. Like I said, I'm super hesitant to share you with anybody else, um, but I suppose I have to let you grow, so <laughs> I'll, I'll find a way to deal with it. Um, but, yeah, can't honestly speak highly enough of this whole process. Like, And it's been really great to have like have us, our businesses grown together. Like I feel like we've – I've certainly learned a lot off you. I feel like we've kind of figured a lot of things out at the same pace. So that's been – I don't know if people can – constantly go out there and find a way to replicate that specifically i think that's just been a stroke of luck on my part anyway finding someone who it's like let's just figure it out together and see where this turns see where this goes but awesome. it's been a massive two years mate can't wait for the next 10 